0: The Eric Zane Show podcast, the daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. Sound a little different. I do. I'm speaking like Yoda. Sound a little different. I do. Uh, Yesterday, an absolute impossibility to sit down here and do this show. Um, You know, I feel much better. Much, much better. Thank you so much because a lot of people are like, oh man, feel better, man. But uh, yeah, I am. It is remarkable when you finally actually just stop doing stuff and relax and uh, and, and commit to actually work at not doing anything, how, how much good it does for you. I, I really committed to that yesterday because um, after a horrible night's rest, I, uh, I wake up on Tuesday and I'm like, there's no fucking way. There is no way, uh, the amount of, uh, uh, disruptive pain I was feeling in my throat was just insane. And I was like, you know, it was bad the day before it's going to be ridiculous. I'm just not going to be able to function. And I remember one time I was talking to a doc, uh, when I was sick with a similar type of thing. And, uh, I was working on the radio and, she, uh, it, it wouldn't leave. And she goes, um, you keep inflaming everything when you talk. You have to actually not speak. You have to work conscientiously to not speak for a couple of days in order to uh, get some relief. And uh, so I, I kept that in mind and took it to heart. <clears throat> I know I still sound a little bit fucked up, but I feel a million times better. Holy shit, do I feel better. But uh, yesterday, I was like, man, it, uh, I kept thinking uh, having a small anxiety attack because of, like, God, I'm just going to be really, really in a lot of discomfort. I'm not going to feel well. And then I'm going to be like, oh, this this sucks. Everything I'm saying sounds like shit. Uh, I don't have any energy. It's no fun. So then uh, today comes around, and I didn't feel that at all. I, I like to be able to come in here with the idea that, hey, I enjoy this. I, I love doing it, and I can't wait to get started. And so that's the way I felt today. Which is fucking all I'm looking for. Because the day that I'm like, you know, it's it's painful. I can't do it. Then forget it. I'm not doing it. Uh, but uh, thank God that that left. But um, yesterday, it was quite literally after getting up. And then uh, I said to Diana, she's getting ready for work. And I go, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm. I came in here. I turned down the heater. And I was thinking about it. About getting started, I said, no, forget it. I'm just not doing it. I'm just not doing it. Um, And then that's it. I got to get past this. So then after I committed to not doing anything, I kind of didn't know what to do with myself. Okay. Um, Because when you're like me and constantly going a million miles an hour, To do nothing is crazy. It's difficult. My mind plays tricks on me. Like, all right, let's just uh, lay down and uh, watch something on TV. And I stumbled upon the axe-wielding hitchhiker. The story of Kai. Smash, smash, smash on Netflix and uh, wow you you gotta watch it, it uh, his story back in 2013 when he went viral for being a hitchhiker and uh, there was a act of violence that was occurring and he came to the rescue whipped out his hatchet that he had with him and uh, hit the guy who was attacking someone else with a, with a hatchet all right, and then this is the story of his uh, viral fame and how that t- uh, took off and what ultimately happened to Kai. You must watch this. It's just an hour and 20 minutes, and that's it. You're beginning and the end. I swear, Aram, I won't give anything away. But a lot of it comes from the perspective of the TV reporter... Who uh, interviewed him that first video. Smash, smash, smash. In fact, I should probably get it. What's it called? It's called Axe-Wielding Hitchhiker. Kai interview. As far as viral fame goes, he's, he's one of the most incredible. Just catching the world by storm when it all happened. Okay, hang on. Okay, hold on. Everything's fucked up. That's another bit that's playing in the background that I want to cover. And I can't figure out where the fuck it is. Aha. There it is. Uh, The axe-wielding hitchhiker. This is Kai. Audio check. Video check. Here we go.
1: One of the heroes. Yeah. Can we talk to you? Do you mind? What do you want to talk about? What happened today? Well, Well, went straight out of Dogtown. Skateboarding. Surfing it up. Before I say anything else, I want to say no matter what you've done, you deserve respect. Even if you make mistakes, you're lovable. And it doesn't matter your look, skills, or age, or size, or anything. You're worthwhile. No one could ever take that away from you.
0: Now, Okay, so they really parked on the video how compelling that was for him to just drop off a hat, look directly in the camera, and give everybody a pep talk there. This reporter is the guy who's you're, you're hearing in the episode, the, the show, everything from his perspective, because he was the only guy that Kai gave an interview to. This, in, this interview right here is the only one that was ever recorded of him after the incident.
1: This stuff right here, I was driving and well, I was in the passenger side of this car and he comes over on there. He was over by the recycling center. He says, oh, when I was in the Virgin Islands, 30 years old on a business trip, I I, 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 I this 14 year old. I was like, you what? He's like, I raped this 14 year old. starts crying, gives me a big hug. He's like, 300 pound guy. I'm like, oh, shit. you must be. You must be man like what's he talking about I didn't take him seriously at first comes driving down this way he's like you know what I come to realize I'm Jesus Christ and I can do anything I can want to and watch this BAM and he smashed into this guy right there pinned him in between that fucking truck and so I, fucking, I hop out I look over the guy's pinned there I mean like freight train riders know this like if you get pinned between something do not fucking move that shit otherwise you bleed out like motherfucker, I, I ran in I grabbed the keys he's fucking sitting there like nothing even happened and like fucking like man if you start driving that car around again man there would have been a hell of a lot of bodies around here fucking, I hop on out and so I grabbed the bag I threw it over by that pole right there and then Buddy gets out, and these two women are trying to help him. He runs up and he grabs one of them, man. Like a guy that big can snap a woman's neck like a pencil stick. So I fucking ran up behind him with a hatchet, smash, smash, smash. Yeah. The, the lady said you saved her life. She was the one who got grabbed by that. Fucker. You know what? Fuck is cool. That guy ain't shit. How, how'd you? How'd you get in his car? How, how did you? I was hitchhiking? hitchhiking. I was well. Good thing I was hitchhiking. Yeah, people say, don't shake Well, this is what happens. Well, yeah, well, at least I was here. So he didn't... Okay.
0: There's more to it. But that's how Kai saved the day. <clears throat> the documentary... um, Because then he just wanders off into the day, and he's never seen again. But since... And then, then 24 hours after that, that video takes off. And it just goes amazingly viral blue state Rob says that sounds like an episode of the Chibian show with uh, Kyle from dumpster divers. Yes, exactly. So uh, it goes so viral that um, uh, folks involved with the Jimmy Kimmel show. That's like their thing. They they want to get, um, in fact, they talked about um, like, for example, when the double rainbow guy was on the Kimmel show, they, um, you know, were trying to get him and that's how our show, our old, sh- my old show and Owings, is loosely tied into that scenario because, uh, Joe was the one who picked him up from Yosemite and drove him down to Los Angeles to drop off double rainbow guy at the, uh, at the Kimmel show. It was an amazing adventure that we, that we put Joe on. The um, Lindsay Lowen freedom trip, which included double rainbow guy. That was back when we actually tried. And he's dead now, by the way. Thank you, Corey, for the reminder. Wait a minute. You're, maybe you're right. Aram says, I thought he was taking him to Tosh. I think that's right. Yep. Yep. I'm I mistaken that. That's a mistake on my part. That sounds, that sounds more... More like what actually happened. Um, So anyway, Kimmel was trying to get Kai on. This is the story about how they tracked him down. And then the M. Night Shyamalan twist as the story evolves. You must watch this thing. So that I watched that. And then the next thing I know, I'm fucking asleep and it yeah wow that just doesn't happen for hours and uh okay get up and then i still committed to doing nothing diana comes home from work and i go i think i'm gonna take the dogs for a walk uh, a walk and uh she says just don't do anything can't you just sit still I go, okay all right so then she leaves she goes uh, to the ymca and then i took the dogs for a walk took the garbage out that felt good felt good to move a little bit Was feeling better i'm like you know what i'm coming back to life i am coming back to life i almost forgot um as we get started right now my dad is going to join us in 45 minutes for dear meathead send a question in for my dad eric at ericzane show.com Uh, Where are we right now with that? Uh, Subject line, Dear Meathead or or Meathead. Randall sent one. Uh, Mark R sent one. Thank you. And I'll check the Facebook, see if anybody has one on there for me. For Dad, uh, if not, send it along, Eric at ericsaintshow.com. Always need more. The more, the merrier. For Dear Meathead, coming up with Dad. Fantastic picture of him though, by the way, look at, look at him. He looks like he's getting ready to lead some type of army in that picture. Oh my God. Eric at dot on the shoreliners striping inbox. We need more questions. He was so worried about me. He, um, that's the, uh, I I made the mistake of informing dad that hey dad uh yeah I'm, I'm I'm sick today and he's just like oh my god honey oh you know he thinks I've got like cancer he gets so freaking his brain fried because of the dementia um the the worry is very very real for the guy and uh, but you know it'll be fine all right so off and running on this The 18th of January. As we speak, my middle child, beloved Jackie, Princess of the Forest Jackie, uh, is undergoing her fifth, five, that's right, fifth knee surgery. Um, I don't know what the deal is. She's explained it to me, but then I'm like, oh, my God. I I forget all all the details, but uh, she has destroyed both. Um, uh, what are they called ACL? Yeah. Anterior cruciate ACLs, um, on both knees. And, uh, so when you destroy that, that's the type of, uh, injury that like when a football player has it, it takes them like a year to recover. Um, so they both knees, she's destroyed the ACL dating back to like ninth or 10th grade. That's when she started to ruin her knees. And then um uh, she after that, after she would be um operated on, uh she would the doctor said you can go back to play in soccer, no big deal. So that's led though to re injuring these things. And um it, this is like now like so three on one knee, I think. And two on the other. Two operations on the other. And uh, so this is happening right now. Redoing the surgery. Her fifth knee surgery. My God. Holy shit. Uh, by the way, COVID test here. I took a COVID test on a Monday and I passed it. And this one. I also passed this one. But I'm not, you know, with me. At least it was last time I had it. I tested negative for like half a week. And then finally it showed up as, Hey, you got it. Dumbass. But, uh, all right. So got to, uh, I gotta go see Jackie then today because she gets butt hurt. If you don't like go see her at the hospital, but, uh, yeah. So unbelievably five knee surgeries for the same damn thing. Holy shit. Uh, blue state Rob says, wasn't she a referee too? Yep. 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 <coughs> Kenny says they couldn't get it right. The previous four surgeries. Well, no, they did it right. But, um, the way I, I was told she kept re 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 injuring it somehow or whatever. Blue state Rob said, is this the first one she's paying for? Yeah, that's right. This is uh, big girl insurance for Jacqueline. Blue state Rob says we need a play-by-play of her coming out of anesthesia. That's a good call. Always great. Uh, referring to my dad, Tyler writes, your dad looks like Davy Crockett prepared to defend the Alamo. Maureen says maybe you shouldn't go to visit her with your germs. You're right. You know what? That's a, that's a, hey, that'll keep me away from the hospital too. That means I can just stay here. Okay. Uh, So I still feel a little bit under the weather, but um, we'll be okay. Again, questions for dad, Eric at ericzaincho.com. If you're enjoying the show on Twitch, you just stay right there. Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. I'm about to kick you out. If you want the rest of the show, you can find it at twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Twitch.tv slash Eric Live. Audio wherever you download shows, you can get that. Uh, listen on demand. And if you have any um, thoughts, concerns, questions, or comments, please uh, send them along on the Shoreliner Striping inbox, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. All right. So we send them on their way. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance, brings you YouTube. All right. Um, this story is uh, there's a couple of questions I have concerning it, but uh, minor details. Uh, the EA Cup. F.A. Cup? What the hell is it? F.A. Cup is like uh, the U.K.'s edition of the Stanley Cup, but for soccer. That's what it was described to me as by Blue State Rob. Thank you for sending this along. Um, some dude who does pranks online. This is the culprit. In the studio of the... Uh, of the BBC where they uh, do this soccer recap show. What you see here, this old looking phone is what was used for the prank. And a couple of guys who are known in the, uh, in the UK for pulling off pranks like this uh, did just that. They, uh, they got into the studio uh, somehow And took that phone that I was showing you. And set it up inside of the studio. And then... and Rob, correct me if I'm getting any of this wrong. While the uh, hosts are actually doing the uh, recap show of the big soccer game or some shit. um, The guy who planted this this phone in there. And has it so that it's uh, uh, transmitting through a speaker on it. uh, He... I guess with another phone away from the location, starts rolling a porno video so that the audio from it, you hear a chick moaning and groaning plays inside of their studio and the microphones that they're speaking into uh, starts picking up the sound of people having sex. And what's great about it is the guys that are in the studio hosting, they kind of react. Well, they do react, and they they uh, basically start laughing uh, as it as it unfolds. Uh, okay. So audio check, video check. This is how it happened, and this went on for. Many, many minutes.
2: And I, I think it's quite fortunate in a way for Wolves because they actually went for Michael Bill. And I went to Leportegui first yeah, because of personal reason didn't take the job. I actually went for Michael Bill. Yeah. He actually turned it down. So it's kind of fell walls Wolves' lap, to, yeah. to be honest. Uh, you, uh, you came in at, <clears throat> at Reading, didn't you? Yeah. you, you, you.
0: Okay. Uh, that's not the good one, though. The, there's another clip that I have of them hearing it and they they just start busting out laughing. This might be it. Uh, Gary Lineker is his name. He's the guy who, um, posted that. Hey, guess what? I, we, we found the problem. We found, it was this phone. It was so loud. I couldn't
2: hear anything. Wow. That, um, either Danny Murphy, Paul Ince, or even when I spoke to Alan Shearer, um, hardly hear what they said when the thing was going off, but, um, and it was, it was then a decision because we've got like five minutes more to go. Is it going to stop? And then every time we went to like a piece of VT, it stopped. So mm-hmm. then I'm figuring this is being done by somebody watching the television. Wait yeah. till we come on. and we so, Yeah. The game. But it was, I, I have to say, I, I think it's funny.
1: Is it the most <laughs> unusual special effect you've ever had to deal with?
2: I would say um unquestionably so um it was definitely and it was it was quite hard to just carry on the the, the pre-match build and take Seriously, when this was going, but was on it not
1: adding now, to your pre match
3: build up?
2: <laughs> it, it, it added to the whole game, actually. I don't think anyone cared. The, the game, game wasn't that great, was it? Special. No, I mean, we had a screamer of a goal, which was um, kind of the, the tone of the whole show. <laughs> but you probably had more,
1: <laughs> you probably gave you more laughs and match of the day from uh, between Wolves and Liverpool than you might otherwise well, was. have
2: had. Absolutely. it was. It was I, I think, I mean, as pranks go, it was a good one. Okay. I, it was so loud I couldn't hear any.
0: So he's laughing it off. That host is laughing it off. Um, I'm happy with that. If this had happened in the U.S., can you imagine? They would have been. Oh my God! We gotta get to the bottom of this. This is terrible. Oh, this this is so bad. Um, okay, let's see. I gotta find. No, that's not. I'm I'm ill prepared. Uh, I had another clip that I wanted to play, but I'm doing a terrible job. Um, here it is. So Lineker uh, starts his show, and um, this went viral very, very quickly.
2: Fake up winners only policy in the. Uh, we've an FA Cup winners-only policy in the studio tonight. And I don't know who's making that noise, but so I Shearer is on the commentary game alongside um, Steve Bauer. Um, Alan, um, it's toasty in this studio. It's a bit noisy as well.
0: <laughs> they don't know where the fuck it's coming from. Holy shit. I had a clip of um, the guys who did it, the, the, the two dudes who actually, or two or three dudes that actually put it all together. This is uh, this is from wherever they were playing the audio from.
2: It's it's been, can you hear me, I'm not sure. We've FA Cup
0: winners only policy in
2: the studio. fucking
0: That's the dude doing it. It's a bit
2: noisy Ring it again! Ring it again! Ring it again!
0: so i'm not sure how the fuck they did it i think you just call the number that to that phone that they had in the studio and it just starts transmitting and then they would hold the fucking uh uh, porno up to the whatever the phone they're calling from and then it just starts blasting out into there and then the idea that they had to somehow sneak that phone into the bbc what type of security do they have there with this guy? Any fucking dude can just go in there and plant the phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. And I think this dude who planted it is known for doing these types of pranks. He's pretty famous.
2: Um, Tommy's so right.
3: <laughs> 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 <a> <laughs>
0: I <laughs> more, uh, um, one more, more. and uh <laughs> no, from that first game, so it'll be confident. It's working for know that um, even though Liverpool have oh, confidence in the
3: football
0: level, I can hear the phone ring. I can hear it, Sounds like a Pink Floyd song. <laughs> <He's-> <laughs> 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 we'll know
2: that they want to get. <laughs> and you've got to bring it to this team into that football. Game. Bring it back, bring, so, it, bring it back. The promise works. Okay, I'm kicked going. there as much as you can. Let's <laughs> hear from both managers they have been
0: talking to Kelly. So, ah. <laughs> okay. Now, this, there's more to the video. I'll link all this shit up so you guys can check this out on your own. But. It worked incredibly. My God. Um and then the uh that that Lineker and the BBC. Lineker was um uh, because the BBC actually issued an apology. And and he his response was, Oh, come on. It, you know, that was that was funny. Yeah. I don't understand why the BBC made an apology. We didn't do anything. Somebody pranked us. It that's the BBC issued an official statement which read uh, We apologize to any viewers offended during the live coverage of the football this evening. A spokesperson also confirmed the BBC was investigating the incident. Less than an hour after coming off air on BBC One, Lineker was back on BBC Two to discuss what happened on Newsnight. He said he could see the funny side and he questioned why the BBC had issued an apology. He said, we've certainly got nothing to be sorry for, he told the BBC's Christy Wark, which is what I was just playing for you a short time ago, uh, while traveling back from the FA Cup match. If you told me this morning that tonight I'd be on Newsnight talking about a porn scandal, he added laughing, I would have been terrified. The incident did not go unnoticed by viewers with clips of the moment widely shared on social media on Tuesday evening. YouTube prankster Daniel Jarvis claimed he was behind the stunt posting a video on Twitter that appeared to show him at uh, Molino, which I believe is the stadium. Jarvis was handed a suspended sentence last October, this prankster, after being convicted of aggravated trespass over an incident in which he collided with England cricketer Johnny Barstow while invading the Oval Pitch in South London during test match. He was given an eight-week eight uh, prison sentence, suspended for two years, and was banned from attending any venue wh- where a sporting fixture is being held in England and Wales for two years. So this guy's done this shit before. And uh, he's gotten in trouble for it. He was also banned from traveling abroad for 12 months and made subject to a rehabilitation activity requirement. My God. So this guy is well known for these types of pranks, but fuck, that is great. Thank you, Rob, for sending that along. Very, very funny. Involved, but funny. All right, folks, thank you so much uh, for being here. As I'd like to uh, encourage you to sign up for Patreon, patreon.com, listener-supported, ad-free Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. If you like the Eric Zane Show Free Podcast, this one right here, um, well, thank you so much for signing up for Patreon. Patreon is more podcasting each and every day. 11 bonus episodes a week, including the Patreon bonus, which is an extension of this show. Not to mention Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer trivia. Missed that yesterday. Blew right through it because I was sick as shit. Uh, We have Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer trivia, like I mentioned. You got the Insane Asylum. You have the uh, Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, which will happen live this week on Thursday. Lost Zane recordings, which uh, this week, Featured um, a uh, a show where we debuted Guy Stuff, if you recall that bit. And then, of course, who are these Zanes? Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. All right. Excuse me. I still have um, some respiratory issues that are bothering me to some degree, and I may have to take a break, Uh, not only to go potty, but to give my throat. And uh, mouth a break one of those things when you just talk for two hours uh, it, it gets tough by the way I found someone who may put in more work than me uh, when I was on the radio in St. Cla- uh, Cloud Minnesota and Free Bear and Hot Wings it was on a radio station there and there was a local guy who came on the air and started to uh, uh, you know take shots at us the old radio war type of thing and uh we remember you know not you know engaging him in any way. It's kind of hard when you're at syndicated to engage one radio station, but this guy Aaron Imholt, he was trying to like knock us down, and uh I didn't really hear from him after while well, i mean i've I've lost touch with who he is as uh, as time passed leaving radio, but I guess he ended up getting out of radio and uh he made pals. Made friends with Carl from Who Are These Podcasts? So, uh, Chad Zumach, who I've talked about many times on this show, he's at war with Imholt. And we talked about Chad Zumach the other day on Who Are These Podcasts. And um, Zumach is taking shots at Imholt, and Imholt's taking shots at Zumach. So, Imholt was on with Carl and I, and great dude, nice guy. But he did a similar thing where he got out of radio and started doing podcasting from his home. I think he's primarily a YouTube show. But this guy, he's on right now, in fact, does four hours every day, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. So that's double the amount that I do. He has a co-host with him. It's his wife. Uh, And he has other guests who come in. And not only that, but then he does like an evening show, uh, Wednesday through Sunday. So Monday through Friday, he does the morning show. And then also on the Wednesday through Sunday, he does an evening show. And it's like, fuck me. I am, I, I don't know how the fuck you do that. Um, I don't know. It just seems like it's remarkable to be able to put that much out. So good on him. It's good to see more people doing that. The open and live stream of today's show brought to you by Sarah Honda Granville, S E R R a HondaGranville.com. By the way, if you want to check out Aaron's show, it's known as the steel toe morning show, steel toe, two words. I don't know. He's a comedian who has a morning show on YouTube. Sarah Honda Granville, S E R R A, HondaGranville.com. Word of the wise, though. He talks a lot of political shit. He's one of these right wing maniacs. Who doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about? Sarah Honda Granville in uh, Granville, Michigan, on Kennewa Avenue, just north of 44th Street. Check them out. And uh my God, amazing, amazing brand new cars. The Pi- Honda Pilot. Uh, was just made available. Go test drive one of those. They are spectacular. A and E, heating and cooling. If you have any issues with your furnace or when it's warmer, your AC, this is who you call. Now, you can go ahead and get a couple estimates from a couple other losers, but Joe's going to beat them. If he doesn't, tell them, yeah, you got to beat these guys. Eric Zane said so, and he will. for scheduled maintenance uh preventative maintenance or if something goes south and you need a fix right now even an after-hours service call which that's going to cost you it always would be i mean to get them out of bed but uh that's the way it goes 616-516-8579 new sponsor time and i've got to um Get my notes so I get this right. Janison Pool and Spa Depot. Schedule your in store consultation today. So when it comes to installing or putting in a pool, um, vinyl liner or fiberglass in ground pool into your home. This isn't like just something that uh uh, it takes a uh, half an hour of planning. In fact, uh, most people who do pool installations are backed up considerable amount of time. Two years plus in order to actually get the pool installed. Jeremy out the door from Jenison Pool and Spa Depot just added two new crews for installs. And he needs those spots filled. For this upcoming summer, you need to have a pool in your backyard. What I'd like you to do is schedule your in-store consultation with Jennison Pool and Spa Depot. Jeremy out the door has 25 plus years of experience doing this. His business, Jennison Pool and Spa Depot, has been there for 20 years. On the south side of Chicago Drive between 8th and 12th. Blue awning, can't miss it. Call them at 616-457-0500. Why do you call him Jeremy out the door? His real name is Jeremy House. I call him Jeremy out the door because whenever you buy something from him, hey, I'd like this bucket of chlorine tabs. All right, that's uh, $66 out the door. Everything's out the door. So I've given him the nickname Jeremy out the door. You need to call Jeremy out the door at 616-457-0500 at Jennison Pool and Spa Depot to schedule your in-store consultation about getting a pool installed. When you have that consultation, if you're on the fence about whether or not you should get it, you'll be able to get a clear picture of what it should be. And then you can decide for yourself. Also, uh, dozens of hot tubs in the location, in the store location for you to check out, small or large. Go check out a hot tub. And also, he specializes in service of hot tubs and pools. Sales and service of hot tubs and pools. Basically, full service. 616-457-0500. Call up and schedule your in-store consultation. Brand new sponsor jenison pool and spa depot and while i'm at it tag accounting here we go it's uh it's tax time folks uh do not wait reach out to tag accounting 616-301-9516 today to get uh on the on the list to get your taxes done all right uh forget the idea of doing it yourself say no to the nonsense of buying expensive computer programs and sitting down and having to do that shit yourself. You're going to screw something up. Your valuable time is so much more important than that. Just pass everything off to a certified public accountant who does it right the first time and gets you the most money back on your return. Tag accounting, Troy Ginzer, 616-301-9516. Troy's been doing my taxes and running all the uh, business taxes Uh, for the Eric Zancho podcast for years and uh, he will not steer you wrong. You will love Tag Accounting. Okay, don't go anywhere. Gotta take a break. I will be back. Uh, Questions for Dad. Eric at ericszancho.com. Dear Meathead in 15 minutes. Stevie sent one along. Thank you. Three or four questions for Dad. I could use a few more. Just saying. Uh, play-by-play announcer Al Michaels Is getting tons of shit uh, This is when he was at his best I think Let's see here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is Al Michaels In uh, 1980 Stop. USA beats the Russians in hockey. Now, I mean, listen to him. He's way energetic. He says that, uh, that great call. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. Five seconds
3: left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. Unbelievable.
0: Now, Michaels, in that, I mean, it was, it was fantastic. It captured the moment. So uh, that, was, that was a big, big deal. If you were to ask Al Michaels now, though, about the way he calls a football game. Um, He's like, um, a lot of folks who understand this industry are annoyed with the -the over-the-top yelling that makes a game sound like an offshoot of talk radio. I'm in that corner. But there are others who obviously think otherwise. Don't you find it ironic that the most understated announcer of all time was the iconic Pat Summerall? And before that, Ray Scott and lots of folks still yearn for that style. Uh, style. One size doesn't fit all. Uh, he is pissed off because he's responding to people, which is a bad idea, who are giving him shit that he's, his uh, excitement level sucks. case in point in the game where the Jaguars came back and beat uh, the LA Chargers now this was a remarkable game considering the fact that uh, LA uh, led 27 to nothing as the first half wound, was winding down oh, are you alright over there oh, freaking O'Neill's thrown up I think uh, and despite that they came all the way back and uh and won the damn game this is uh this is the final this is the final play likely on kansas city here we go for the win got it but there's a flag down there's a flag down as everybody's running out onto the field but there's a penalty marker They call it on the defense. Okay. So it was a pile of shit from the get-go. And if he was excited, he would then have to be like, wait a minute, there's a flag. But he didn't, you know, it turns out it was against L.A. So the kick stands. So it's all good. He should be, I don't know. I mean, I, I think he should be showing a little emotion. Likely on Kansas City. Here we go. But the, that here we go. it's so humdrum. win got it, but there's a flag down. There's a flag down as everybody's running out onto the field. and now he sounds annoyed. but there's a penalty marker
2: <laughs>
0: And they call it on the defense the This guy sucks O'Neill is having a hard time. Are you all right over there? Can you hear that right now? You can hear him choking, right? Hey. You okay? You got something in your throat, buddy? He's looking at me. His ears are down. What what he has of a tail is down. And he's just going... You got it? You alright? Over there? Come here. Oh, he's bummed. Alright, he's going to bed now. So <laughs> Kyle writes I watch his games on mute since announcers are mostly stupid and don't know what they were doing. I love the announcers, especially when they're good. Chris describing O'Neal as having a turd caught in his throat. Kyler talks about the Manning cast or Pat McAfee during those games. The Manning cast had Dan Campbell on, I guess, the other day. All right. So everybody taking a run at, uh, at uh, what's his name? Al Michaels and roasting him. That has uh, uh, kind of put him on his ear, and he does not like that, leading him to respond. Al Michaels said, I thought the energy was much better once Jacksonville made it a game. Michael said, 27 nothing makes it difficult to make it sound like more than it is. Well, yeah, I agree, but that doesn't explain how why you were so humdrum and depressed sounding during the kick that to where it's, this is the third biggest comeback in the history of the NFL. And you're like, okay, here's the kick. Oh, ho-hum. Uh, one of the things that I think makes Tony Dungy good is that he doesn't over-talk and load it up with unneeded blather. He's measured, but almost everything he says has relevance and poignancy. Yeah, well, I, I, okay. We're not talking about him. We're talking about you. Though Michaels' defense of his broadcast style checks out, plenty of viewers still felt like the call for one of the most exciting games of the year left something to be, be desired. I, I I couldn't agree more. You sound like shit. Someone made a video of what it would be like if Al Michaels and Tony Dungy were calling the Ravens-Bengals game, where there was a play in that game where the quarterback – uh. I forget his name. It doesn't matter. Uh, uh, tried to dive over the pile here, and the ball was knocked out of his hands. And some dude from the Bengals uh, uh, caught it and ran it back 99 yards. It was an incredible play. This is how Al Michaels would have called it.
2: Third and goal for the one. Now Watch the They sneak go for here. the sneak. Oh, the ball's fumbled. It's he's going being run back by Sam Hubbard. Yeah. He's going. Look at him go. He could go all the way.
0: That was a clip, by the way. Score.
2: Could go all the way.
0: Right there. That should have been called right there.
2: I think he's going to score. Go all the way. And he does. That's a touchdown for the Bengals. Holy moly. Wow. 98 yards. Really exciting play. Wow. Definitely changes
0: things. (laughs) Can you imagine how pissed off Al Michaels would be? In, in seeing that because he's obviously bothered enough to say something publicly about it. I, I, I don't like to yell. I don't like it. Well, yeah, I know you, there is a, there is a fine line. You, you can't be like, uh, what's the name of the guy, the guy from the lions, uh, Dan Miller. I mean, he's the absolute worst. He's such a homer is screaming and yelling like a lunatic. But I mean, to me, one of my favorites is, uh, Gus Johnson, that guy is just awesome. Summerall was great, too. Um, Not a yeller. He he was uh, more measured, but he didn't sound bored. You just sound like a bored fuck. All right. I have a story about a uh, completely unrelated... About uh, did you know that in uh, Afghanistan, the Taliban? Um, well, they're they're into building cars. Officials uh, for the Taliban in Afghanistan are taking a victory lap because of their new car called the Mata. Now, uh, well, Mata Nine actually. It was built over five years by a company uh, in Afghanistan with a team of 30 engineers and designers from the Afghanistan Technical Vo- Vocational Institute. And now they are extremely excited about the car. And a couple things stand out to me. First of all, when you look at the vehicle, it looks terrific. I love the way this thing looks. It looks like the fucking Batmobile. So this looks like they've come up with a way to make a, uh, a high-end sports car and export it to the world. Um, the problem is, I think it's all show and no go. The motor that they have put into this thing, they took it from a uh, Toyota Corolla year 2000 not kidding that the motor is a 23 year old motor from a toyota corolla inside of this thing and that's that's no bullshit like the guy who's the spokesperson for the uh, automaker actually came out and addressed it and this is uh, a clip of that moment right there when he's talking about the vehicle Publicity okay. Now, see, see all these Taliban dudes, they're all impressed at this thing uh, as it takes off. Okay, this is the guy. The car is made in a way. Listen to this quote from Ghulam Haidar Shahamat, head of the Afghanistan Technical Vocational Institute. The car is made in a way that if you increase the speed, the engine is powerful enough to take it. Yeah, that's like any motor ever.
1: That's
0: that's not like a glowing endorsement. If you go faster, the motor won't explode.
3: And there
0: it is. But as I said before, the engine is from a
1: two thousand Corolla.
0: <laughs> the main purpose is to install an electric engine in it. Well, Okay. So were were you not ready for that? Have you not figured out the technology? So you put in, ah, we don't have an electric motor. Just throw in the motor from uh, that 2000 Corolla. This is like uh, one of the designers. Uh, This car will be an ambassador and will drive across Afghanistan probably rolling over bodies that have fallen out of planes i don't know, i just can't take him seriously dressed up like that uh, there's a promotional video for it of like to show you the performance of the Model Nine, and this is so embarrassing because, as uh, all they did was did some drone footage of the car doing donuts in the snow, and it's it's set up like a, a epic movie trailer. This is the quality of like a kid doing this on their iPhone. I will say that it looks pretty cool on the outside. Okay, so now then it gets to like the actual, those are all still shots. Oh, it's firing up. You hear that 2000 Corolla motor? How ridiculous is this? It's just doing donuts in the snow. some real performance right there get it to fish tail in the snow all right this thing's a pile of shit my god um there's a little bit more about this Corey says it runs on the blood of infidels and women who dared to learn to read. Um, on Sunday, Zabahula Mujahid, the Taliban official spokesperson, shared the video on Twitter. Twitter of the car doing donuts. He said the car was an honor for the country. This car will be an ambassador and will drive across Afghanistan. One promotional video of the car starts with a shot of the desert floor strewn with bullets before it closes in on a disheveled man. After he steps across a pathway of bullets, the man walks up to a covered vehicle to finally unveil the Mata 9. Well, that kind of fits. They're hoping to rebuild the country based on this car good luck holy shit that is ridiculous all right i'll be bringing my dad in for deer meathead in just a second before we do though uh thank you to bennett flooring installation 616-318-0167 if you are in west michigan reach out to bennett to get your flooring installed professionally the first time lowest price on getting your flooring installed professionally bennett flooring installation 616-318-0167 The flooring that I want you to install comes from Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet in Granville, Michigan. They are on Chicago Drive on the north side of the street behind the Little Caesars, the lowest price for flooring in the entire state of Michigan before you add the 10% off when you mention my name. Mention my name there, get 10% off, save even more. Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. And then uh, Irving, Irvine's, oh, Jesus, what the hell? Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, 616-532-6600. Get your vehicles repaired at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Smack dab in the middle of Grand Rapids, Michigan, uh, along 28th Street. Damn it. What is wrong with me? Along 44th Street on the north side is a side street called Stafford. Uh, They're right on there. You can't miss them. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. I think I'm still a little loopy. I know I can feel it. So if you're like, it sounds like he's slurring his words. You're right. Hello? (laughs) Hello?
3: Hello? How you doing, my man?
0: Very well. How are you guys?
3: I don't know. I just dragged myself out of bed.
0: Yeah? Yeah? Yeah?
3: No, I dragged
0: you out of bed. dragged me out of bed. She's like, all right, come on. He's going to be calling. Get out of bed.
3: Yeah. No, I didn't say that. Just kicked me right out.
0: <laughs> How are uh, you doing? I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I talked to you yesterday. I feel a little better today than I did yesterday.
3: Wow. You do sound like I don't know what it is. It's it's you don't sound like you.
0: Well I um I think it's uh it's not so much that I'm like stuffed up or anything. It's just uh in my throat and I feel a little like uh tired.
3: Yeah, right. Oh, well, my gosh, I just realized something. Uh what happens if you get seriously ill? Like you're you, you gonna <laughs> hire somebody to do the podcasting
0: if i get seriously ill will someone do this well you know i've never really thought about that why why do you want to come over and do it
3: <laughs> no god no
0: you would you would do awesome
3: oh i don't know about that no no way i there's no way i can replace you
0: well what if i set you up with a bunch of a technical equipment at your house, and you could whenever. Uh,
3: you... I don't want no equipment, buddy. I got enough equipment as it is.
0: <laughs> you, if you hey, if you did your own podcast, you could you could make some serious money. No. <laughs> all no, right.
3: I, I don't want no money. I got lots of money. I
0: know, I know. You said that you don't need. You said that last week. If you won the lottery, you'd give it all away.
3: I, I would. I believe that. I keep about four thousand dollars in my pocket and give us
0: on to the poor. Four thousand, huh? Uh,
3: five thousand. All maybe. right.
0: Okay. 5, <laughs>
3: oh, I got uh, a lot of neighborhood uh, people here that can use
0: money. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, well. Yeah. Uh. You know, it's so good to hear your voices again. Once again for another edition. You know. My pleasure, honey. My pleasure. You know, you got a birthday coming up in March. Oh boy. <laughs>
3: You would have to remind me of that, wouldn't
0: you? That'll be uh, 89. Holy moly. Is it 89 or 90? No, 89. God. Yeah, that's fantastic. Oh, boy. Come on, Dad. We got to hit 100. We have to. Oh, I'll, eat. I'll hit 100. No problem. Yeah, I believe that. So, For sure, I would uh on your birthday we it's a it's a tradition to go over to stongs and have the corned beef uh yeah st patrick's yeah, day yeah, yeah. because since you're you and your sister were both born on st patrick's day
3: yes isn't that something i love that oh my god i wish you could i don't know what she looks like i should bring him out here somewhere
0: your sister yeah uh yeah you know i mean that would be that would be fun you should I don't know if she'd travel though. She's pretty. She's pretty low key.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. How old is she gonna be?
0: Your sister's seven years younger than you.
3: God, so, so she'll so
0: long. she'll be eighty-two. Wow. Uh,
3: that worries me. W- what? I might I might lose her before I lose myself.
0: No, no. You guys are gonna live forever. Come on now.
3: Well, hey. only god knows that
0: all right dad listen to this i've got some questions for you jimmy in beautiful portland maine has a question
3: uh is that jimmy
0: jimmy yeah
3: well hello jimmy how are you my
0: man he uh he writes dear meathead first of all happy new year to you and joanne thank you thank you same to you he says his first question what is your opinion of the famous holiday dessert fruitcake then he writes, I tried it for the first time this year and I wanted a puke.
3: <laughs>
0: hey, I don't believe you, really. <laughs> he says they should drop it, They should round all the fruitcake up and drop it on your island. Uh, oh, to
3: yeah, eat. hey, that's right. That's so, right. No, we, had, we, had, we need some clothing for the island. Yep. Those guys are naked all
0: the time. So, Dad, fruitcake, yay or nay? Uh... Maybe. No. no. <laughs> yeah, it's...
3: Me. <laughs> no, not not me.
0: All right. Rob writes, Meathead, I took my fiancé to the doctor yesterday because she was in some pain, believe it or not, in her uh private area. When the doctor said she was going to need a pelvic exam, I asked, where do I wait while I leave the room? However, my wife to be insisted i stay in the room while the doctor examined her i ended up staying with my back turned but wondered what would you have done in this scenario i walk out of the room well what if the, I, couldn't, I couldn't see that well yeah but what <laughs> Huh? yeah but you know what if uh your uh, your wife would be like well I'd, i'm not comfortable if you're not in here
3: well, I I think I would have done what uh, he did, you know, to turn your back, and I don't want
0: to watch that. No, I I don't blame you. I think I think uh, I think you're just turning around. Will have to do it.
3: You I'll know? just be in a room, but I would would not be watching and observing what the hell they're doing.
0: Oh for, no. You know. no, no, I I'm with you. I wouldn't want to see that. Are you kidding me?
3: No, no.
0: I mean, That'd be the one of the worst things ever.
3: It it, it sure would be.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's it. You know what? It sounds like to me. It sounds like it's tough to be a woman. Yeah,
3: Uh, I I don't know. You know, we we're together all the time, and we we even. I mean, we respect each other.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm I'm just saying that it seems when you when you're. right there watching all that
3: that's a sort of cut into the respect
0: yeah wait you're, you're saying that if if the woman is getting uh, examined by the doctor it makes you respect her less
3: no it don't make me respect but it just it doesn't give me the feeling that i should be out there watching it uh,
0: okay i i see what you're saying but yeah to my point women have it tough they've got to put up with uh uh you know various Oh my
3: god, yes.
0: Jesus. Then having a baby, I mean that sounds
3: That, that just a baby itself is enough for for me to die. Yeah. Instead of watching it.
0: Yeah. Uh, that that I I I wouldn't be able to do it. They they definitely are tougher than us guys.
3: Listen, a woman goes through hell raising his kids and giving birth to them. Oh my god.
0: And they got to take care of us. I mean if it wasn't for our significant others, you and I would be dead.
3: That's for damn sure.
0: Oh, yes.
3: <laughs> all right. And it looks like you're uh, headed that way already.
0: Yeah, I don't feel great. I've, I've been better, but I'm better than I was yesterday.
3: It's all that COVID you
0: had. Maybe, and I just took another uh, test. You must have. I've been taking tests, and they, they keep coming back negative. So. Uh, no, weakened your system,
3: probably.
0: Maybe. Maybe. You never know. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, Stevie writes, hello, Reuben. Hello, Joanne. Happy New Year to you. And then she writes. Hello to you, too, Stevie. She says the last few weeks, the weather has been gloomy and dark. And it's star- Absolutely correct. Yeah, and it's starting to bring me down. What kind of things do you do to keep yourself in a good mood?
3: Uh, I, I have no uh, medicine for that. I, I, I sit on this chair. Happy work, happy life. Uh, yeah, happy, happy life. Uh, but I'm I'm just sitting all the time. I'm actually half of my body is aching.
0: Half of your body's aching.
3: Yeah, really. Just from sitting.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, well, um, yeah. Get up and uh, I don't know. Walk around the house. Walk around outside. I
3: do. I do. I take the whole. Well, we got a two-acre lot or whatever it is, I don't know. I walk all the way around it and.
0: Count the weeds, or you know. Count the weeds. I mean, anything. We got to, you
3: don't know how huh? what this this place is a mess. I
0: it's not a mess. Come on.
3: I'm telling you, well, no, but it's it's crappy. Uh,
0: that's not true. It's fine, and uh, so you go and you walk around. Hopefully, you walk on grass, though. Uh, are I'm you... on
3: grass. There's nothing but grass here. Yeah,
0: I mean, if you do walk. Uh, why yeah why don't you, it's
3: on grass why don't you What uh, wet grass
0: can you maybe duct tape a pillow to your head so that
3: oh no i got a big stick use it for a cane and walk along the fence yeah i hang on to one side of the fence because i got trouble walking all of a sudden you know?
0: yeah the uh, the extensive long list of injuries that have happened in that driveway and garage is is ever increasing uh, I've had a few of those, those
3: walks. Yeah, Yep. Uh, all right. <laughs> My uh, life is great. I'm stronger than hell.
0: I know, I know.
3: I got a zip line to the
0: hospital. A zip line to the hospital. My God. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: I'll tell you, I'm, I'm good. Let's see. Randall writes this. Uh, you, uh, Randall writes, Dear Meathead. Hi, Randall. He says, I like to eat sandwiches and candy for breakfast, oh. uh, cereal. Candy. Yeah, that's what he says. Cereal for supper and fried eggs with any meal. And I cook whole turkeys when it's not a holiday. My wife thinks I'm crazy for eating these foods at the wrong times. Is it okay to eat any food whenever you want? So, what he's asking is, is it okay for him to eat candy for breakfast?
3: Well, if you like it, it's okay. But I, I don't see the common sense in eating candy. I Maybe mean, donut. I'll eat a donut. Well, candy
0: is Yeah.
3: Well, my wife says donut is candy, but I, I don't treat it like that.
0: Yeah, it's full of sugar. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I,
3: I, I, I'm not too got a, too much of a sugar guy, you know. But I, I'll, she, yesterday, you know, my wife went out there, and you want to go out there. Put four uh, things of candy in front of me. A little
0: chocolate bars, uh, little chocolate bars around, yeah, little things. And I ate it. That was good. Wait
3: a minute! Aren't you diabetic? Well,
0: he's giving you candy, uh, buddy. very
3: tiny.
0: Yeah, it, it was a tiny little thing. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So all right. It
3: not
0: Oh, don't tell, don't tell my brother Jim that. He'll he'll uh, launch a uh, nuclear strike on you.
3: <laughs> oh God.
0: Uh, yeah, be careful with that one.
3: I'm glad that, you, that he doesn't live next door to me. Shh,
0: don't say that. You can't say that.
3: No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. He watches me like a
0: hawk. All right. He just cares about you. He just loves you very much. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, anyway, so that guy eats all these crazy foods, and he, uh, he, he it's, it's okay for him to eat whatever he wants and right? Eat whatever he yes, wants? Yes,
3: yes. His doesn't know
0: that yeah, your tummy doesn't know Yeah, exactly. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. That's right. Uh, all right, Dad. We are just uh, as spring approaches. It won't be long till we're thinking about that. We'll be able to go up north and have a nice fish fry. It's going to be spectacular. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, Mike is catching. Did you hear that? Mike and uh, Liz's dog passed away. Yes, we were
3: there. Yes.
0: Oh my God. Was, we were there. Doug the pug is gone. That's that's sad. As a matter of
3: fact. I, I really hurt because this dog was very special.
0: Oh, yeah.
3: Anytime, I don't know why this dog would notice that. Anytime he would see me in the house sitting on a chair, yeah. he'd come there and sit between my legs. Because he loves
0: you. That dog was
3: great. Oh, man, that was awesome. And it's a beautiful dog, you know?
0: Yep, yep, yep. Rest in peace, Doug the Pug.
3: Probably yeah. didn't show too much... Uh, uh, emotion of anything you know but he, she
0: was quiet. oh yeah she was hurting she was, was yeah uh, oh well that's my granddaughter yeah absolutely dad well uh you guys are awesome i uh, appreciate you so much it's all i got for you Do you have any uh, closing thoughts or anything that you'd like to say for the audience well,
3: uh just to pray the lord that all these things will go by in a hurry and we get back to normalcy and uh start and pray, for the son. And, and, and pray for his son according to my wife
0: yes uh, I, agree, I agree with that
3: yeah other than that uh i just uh hope that all my neighbors are doing well and you know i don't see too many of them out there because i'm locked in here for about 12 hours or 11 hours a day
0: hey do you ever like uh, i was asking i was talking with diane about this did you ever see one uh joanne would probably know this um Something to do around the house. You know those latch rug kits that you take the little hook and put it in the thing and you put the piece of yarn around it and pull it through?
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. we got them. Tom Alexander made up the rug one time. <laughs> uh, hey, did you hear
0: that? Maybe Tom that, Alexander made yeah, up I did hear that. Maybe that's something you would like to do to pass the time because you're always talking about... No, that's
3: not my forte. My forte is to be in a garage with the wood and chainsaw.
0: Oh, uh, of, you know. oh I, yeah, I know. F- and fingers yeah. flying and uh, right, right.
3: I was looking at the fingers. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Me the other day. Yeah, I got a oh, lot. Wow. I look at them. Uh, two, two fingers are uh, about yeah. an inch and a half lower.
0: Uh, I know two. it. I know oh. it. Yeah, oh, we remember. We remember. We remember. Oh my God! All right. Well, Dad, I love you very much. You guys uh, have a great All rest right. of your day. And you be good and take care of that. cold of yours, will you please? Will do.
3: Will do. Uh, All right. Say hello to your sweetheart. Tell her we love her and your brother-in-law. Yep. Yep.
0: He loves you too.
3: And uh, just hang in there and hopefully we'll see you soon. Okay. All right, Dad. love you and uh, enjoy life as it goes.
0: Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye-bye.
3: Thank you for your call, sweetheart. Bye-bye.
0: There you go. Dad, dear Meathead, brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware. Yes, Doug... Doug the, um, what did we call him? Doug the Pug from the D. Doug the Pug from the D is what his name was. Uh, rest in peace. He is dead. He's passed away. Cremated. Keep the ashes. Uh, we have a, a growing uh, collection of ashes here at the house. And I'm like, all right, now what? We've got... Uh, let's see, Buddy Bob, Catface, Fencer, Lola, Lucy, Uh, I think that's it. And, you know, there's going to come a point when Diana and I aren't here. And the dog, I mean, someone's going to, this is that, those are the type of things in your, uh, you know, And what you have in your possessions that your kids are just going to throw in the garbage. You know, take the urn and throw it away. Rob says you might as well buy a cremating machine for all your pets. I don't even want to think about pets passing away. Uh, Maureen says, I have the ashes of several outreach dogs that I cared for. I don't even own a dog. I'm a cat lady. Uh, By the way, you and your crew who rescue animals, you guys know what Maureen does on the side? I believe this is a volunteer position. She, you know, persuades people who have dogs that they get calls about that look like they're not being cared for appropriately, like tied up to a fucking tree or a cinder block or something in the backyard. She convinces people who have those dogs to relinquish them so that they can get them to a home that people will actually care for the dog. It's incredible. Um okay, I'm exhausted. I feel it and I'm gonna I'm gonna call it. I'm going to call it right here and right now. Before I leave, though, I want to remind you that Bosco's Pub is where you go for burgers and beers. And I'm not kidding you. I'm going to be working there very, very soon. This is what Doug said to me. Doug, who owns Bosco's Pub. Um, Hang on. Um. give me the minimum we're talking about money that you pay people he says uh, I'm trying to figure out why you are doing this and I said well I could use the extra money hope college is expensive I also get really bored staying around the house all day every day and I want to help you out actually Diane and I both want to help you out so before long I will be an apprentice burger chef At Bosco's Pub, 616-318-01. Nope. Why am I doing that? Why am I doing that? You see, that's another example of why I'm out of gas, of how I am out of gas. Bosco's Pub, part of Terrace Square in Hudsonville, Michigan. Uh, My Policy Shop Insurance, Frank Fuss. For everything insurance related, you reach out to him, 616-914-4070. You got Van Dyke Mortgage. My God. Uh, for a refi, first mortgage, 10th mortgage, you name it, he's got you covered. 231-332-6505. Thank you to TC Paintball for hosting the most recent Paintball war, number 21, the winner whack-off. We're working on number 22. TC tcpaintballgr.com. Go check them out. Book an event at TC Paintball. And last but not least, Kent County Health Department, thank you, thank you, thank you. For uh, having me talk about your initiatives that make the world go round. Like the WIC program. Um, Immunizations for the kids. Thank you. Kent County Health Department. Online at accesskent.com slash health. Your asshole of the day. I realize I'm going short today, but I am seriously. I'm zapped. Brought to you by TC Paintball. Al Michaels is your asshole of the day. Fucking do your job. Quit bitching when people are picking on you. You sound like shit. All right. Eric becoming... Eric becoming the cook means we need a Slaughter the Turks burger. Yes, Slaughter the Turks Burger is a great idea. I love that. Okay, that's going to do it for me. Sorry, so short, but I did my best. I will talk to you down the road, folks. Patreon coming up after our recharge. Talk to you then. Thank you, and bye-bye.